Bay Area family, thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Walls, where we encourage one another to cultivate a lifestyle of worship beyond Sunday morning. I'm Michelle, and I'm still a little amazed that as you're listening to this, Christmas is less than two weeks away. If you're like me, the closer we get to Christmas, the more frantic the season of Advent can feel. So that's why we're taking these four weeks of Advent to slow down and reflect on God's promises and consider what he might want to say to each one of us. Last week, I loved hearing from Lanisa about simplicity and keeping Jesus central in this season and the ways that we can see and remember God's character and faithfulness through the Christmas story. As I've spent time in his word and with others these last few weeks, God keeps bringing me back to that word, faithfulness. That's the story of Christmas in one sense, God's faithfulness to keep his promises. He promised a savior, Emmanuel, God with us. And after 400 years of silence, he delivered on his promise in a way that no one expected through a baby in a manger in a tiny town called Bethlehem. Sending Jesus as a baby at Christmas 2,000 years ago wasn't the only promise that God made, though, and it's not the only thing that we celebrate during Advent. The word Advent simply means coming in Latin, and in these weeks leading up to Christmas, we have the opportunity both to remember the first coming of Jesus at Christmas and to look forward to the second coming of Jesus when he returns, not as a baby, but as a judge and a king. God's past faithfulness to keep his promise and send Jesus at Christmas gives us hope for the ultimate fulfillment of his promise, to wipe away every tear from every eye and to conquer pain, death, and sin forever. That is a promise worth holding on to. One of my favorite parts about the Advent season is this opportunity to look back and see God's faithfulness, and then to look forward in anticipation of his future faithfulness. Listen to this word picture that John paints for us in Revelation chapter 7. After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. You know, every time I go on a mission trip and I get to worship with people who don't speak the same language as me, I feel like I get a tiny peek at heaven and I try to picture this scene. John gives us this beautiful picture of fulfilled promise, people from every tribe, people and language worshiping Jesus together. This is what it will be like someday when Jesus comes again, when the second advent becomes history instead of a future event. That image brings me great hope, and here's why. If God is going to work all things out so that there is no more pain or sorrow or death, and if he's going to unite every tribe and tongue and nation around the worship of Jesus, then I can choose to trust that he's also fulfilling his promises to me right now, that he's going to be faithful to me in this very moment and tomorrow and next week and next year. So that's my challenge to each of us myself included, in this Advent season. Let's look at the past faithfulness of God 
and his future promise of complete restoration and choose to believe his promises for us right now. So let's take a minute to pray together, to slow down, breathe, put the Christmas list aside for a minute, and thank God for his promises. Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, The dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Jesus, I thank you that you are the living word, and you are trustworthy and true. Thank you for this reminder at Advent that you are a God who keeps your promises that you kept your promise at Christmas when you came as Emmanuel, God with us. And you will keep your promise in the future when you set all things right. And because those things are true, God, I trust that you are keeping your promise right now. That you have promised good to me and to my friends. That you are working things out for your purposes, for your glory and for our good. Help us to rest in that truth and through that to find your peace amidst a season that clamors for loud and attention and noise. Jesus, I pray that you would help us to be still, to remember who you are, to trust in you, and to be ever reminded of your faithfulness. We thank you for your word that points us back to that truth and for this time that we have uh, just to spend time with you and to thank you for all that you are, uh, for all that you're doing, for all that you're going to do. So we pray all of these things, Jesus, in your name. Amen.